0: a warm one today, guys. It is a very warm one. Anyway, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode—a hot, stinky, sweaty episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. I have just been to the cinema to watch Nope, and this is going to be a nightmare talking about. Much like the other two of Jordan Peele's movies, the titles are so difficult to talk about because with us, you know, if you're saying I'm going to watch Us, people are going to think. The you are right. what <laughs> then if somebody says oh what do you want to watch and then somebody else says get out they'd be like oh i don't know what i did wrong sorry bye so here we are with nope and yeah it's a yep from me i will say that him <laughs> it's good it's very good look everything on a technical level and in a really basic way it's a good film right that is the easiest way to sum up nope there's just little details and i can't quite put my finger on what it is exactly it could be the writing i don't think the script is as sharp as it was for us and get out but that doesn't matter because this is a different kind of social commentary so with get out it was the racial climate at the time of release in 2017 so following the oscar so white movement get out came like a Freight train and completely annihilated everybody expectations you name it and then us tackled some sort of immigration crisis I guess because it's all about Americans but are they actually American because they're living underground and stuff so very creepy stuff going on there but definitely a reflection of the time it was released and the same with this film okay the same with Nope because at the end of the day it is uh, I don't want to say too much because there's a lot of this movie that is best experienced not knowing a single thing. But I'm aware that the trailers gave away the game a little bit too much. In the second trailer especially. But also the first trailer had a few little teasers of things that were happening. But I think did so in a manner that was really clever. And you just wanted to know what the hell was going on. And to be fair I was very very satisfied by what the hell was going on. I think that third act in particular is tremendous. It's very very exciting, so thrilling. It's very Spielbergian, which I think is fantastic for Jordan Peele. So, I really enjoyed the ending in this movie. It's just the first act, it's a little bit slow, I can't lie, but I don't mind slow stuff. And like I was saying in the us review, Jordan Peele always lets a scene play out. Okay, he always lets it breathe. He always lets the actors just go where they want to go, and that works in both of his other two films, but I don't know if it fully works in this. And I don't know why because it was going by at a fine pace, it didn't feel too long, it didn't feel too slow, it didn't feel like nothing was happening, it just felt as though the wrong kind of things were happening in a weird way, I don't know, there's just something tweaking in this movie that it isn't quite right, but there's a lot of fun to be had with it. The performance is for the most part fantastic, I think Daniel Kaluuya is pretty good, I don't think he's as good in this as he was in Get Out, but... I mean that's kind of a given considering he got Oscar nominated for Get Out and I don't quite know if he deserves to be nominated for this role but he's still good in it and Kiki Palmer is pretty good too I think Brandon Perea I haven't seen him in anything before but I did quite like his character of Angel and Michael Wincott is fantastic in it he doesn't do a lot he's more of a supporting role but Michael Wincott in a big movie in 2022 that's crazy he's so he's got one of the most iconic voices and if Marvel are looking for an actor for Galactus or somebody get Michael Wincott because his voice is so threatening and he performs a render of, what is the song, it's the purple eyed monster eater, people, people eater, purple eyed people eater thing, he speaks the lyrics of that at one point, and it's so eerie and intimidating, but fantastic, so yeah, don't get me wrong, this film on a fundamental level, it works, okay, it's very exciting, the big reveals are huge, and there are some things that, even though they were teased in the trailer, it's not what you think, which is so clever, so ultimately, the big reveal in this film of what the hell is actually going on, I loved it, I really really enjoyed that and seeing it kind of develop and understanding what these characters were going through i was having a great time especially in that final act i think it was fantastic and it's kind it kind of caught me off guard because it's told in almost like a four chapter structure thing so about half an hour in i think it was it cuts to black and it comes up with a title i think it was one of the horses names clover and then it goes through different chapters all named after horses which I found quite interesting because I wasn't aware it was going to do this sort of thing, so I quite liked that style, but also there was nothing really cementing it as being important for it to be told in this sort of chapter style, but that being said, fine, interesting choice, I respect that, I think the overall narrative is interesting and it's good, I like the locations, I like the character developments, and I like the situations that go on. So there's a weird mysterious thing lurking in the clouds and it cuts off all the power at times and they have to go and get cameras to try and get the shot. So it is all about looking at something we shouldn't really be looking at, so ultimately, Don't Look Up would have been a great title for this movie too, but unfortunately, Adam McKay beat into to that with Don't Look Up back in December last year for Netflix, so this film is very interesting, and there's some great moments, the cinematography looks fantastic, directing too, once again, Jordan Peel does an impeccable job, I cannot fault the camera direction, I cannot fault the cinematography, music, again, it's somewhere in between Get Out and Us, and that's the same with this film, right, I think it's his most ambitious film, and it's his biggest film to date, but I don't quite think it lands as well as Get Out and Us does, but I do think I prefer it to Get Out but not as much as us because after re-watching us again yesterday that completely blew me away and this one didn't quite bowl me over as much but it's definitely worth watching at the cinema on a huge screen you will enjoy the hell out of it absolutely but it is a little slow and there are a few muddled scenes here and there that could have done with a little bit tidying up because this film is just over two hours which is fine it's a justified runtime because the payoff at the end is huge and i really enjoyed it but I was just kind of wanting a little bit more from the build-up, because the ending was great, and the opening as well is very, very strong. I was completely hooked from the opening, but then it just ever so slightly lost me, and I don't fully know why, but it's not enough to make me say this film sucked, it's not enough to make me say this film was disappointing, or it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, it really was, because I didn't know what to expect, and I was immensely satisfied by the film, so Nope is well worth a watch. It's one of the best films this summer, but... That's not really saying much because this summer has been a bit dry, but it's definitely one of the most unique and astounding films I've seen recently. And there are some great scenes here and there, some great moments too. I I just wish the execution was a tiny bit better. But, look, that being said, Jordan Peele, three for three, as far as I'm concerned. Get Out was terrific. Us was revolutionary. And Nope is a very, very enjoyable popcorn flick. That's what I'll say. So, yeah, if you want to go and see some really weird sci-fi thriller vibes, with some great scares, too, right? There were some moments that I was... scared and i enjoyed that but it's definitely not as scary as us which is probably a good thing because a lot of people may have found us a bit too scary so this is the kind of film that is an enjoyable amount of scary and i'm really glad that it's r-rated because having a film like this a huge blockbuster for summer release having it r-rated it's just great it just feels fantastic so same with bullet train they could have easily toned it down to make it a 12 but I'm really glad they didn't, so very good creative choices. I just wish something was different, I don't know what, so I will go and see it again for sure, and then I'll do a spoiler review after that, because I definitely need to know how it holds up after a second watch, because certain reveals and certain moments, I do wonder how it is going to impact a second viewing and subsequent viewings afterwards but that being said John Peel's done it again fantastic movie and once again as well he foreshadows so many things so I definitely think watching it again will make you go oh hang on that's that's teased that's great I like that but as it was happening at the end it cast my mind back to the start and I was thinking that's genius that's so clever how they've managed to have things completely mundane things early on come back later in a really ingenious way and that's jordan peele because that is exactly what he did for both of his films before this and i cannot wait to see what he does next so nope is a real hit i enjoyed it absolutely and incredible ending loved the ending but yeah there's so many things i want to say so i will have to do a spoiler review because It does get pretty mental, and there is one huge thing that is... I don't even know what to think about it. It's just massive. It's crazy. So go and watch it. Try and avoid spoilers, but I've been very lucky because this film has only just come out in the UK right now on the 12th of August, but it's been out in America since, I believe, the... 23rd 25th of july around then so for at least three weeks i've been able to avoid spoilers which you know i think you should be able to as well so yeah definitely go and watch no i've seen a lot of comparisons to jaws so it's doing the same thing for cloud spotting as jaws did for swimming i can totally understand that It's right very spielbergian very much reminiscent of looking at things we shouldn't and it's all about how close should we get how far should we poke a monkey with a stick before it snaps and that saying that that actually ties into something that happens in this film which is pretty astonishing. Oh my god, okay, actually, as well. Sh- that ending, oh my god, yeah, okay, okay, that's great. I like that. When you've seen it and you think about the ending and what happened and how it relates to something that was completely unrelated earlier in the film, f- f- that is genius, okay, yeah, love it, love Nope. Go and watch it. I had a great time. I've been Kieran, Jordan Peele, I love you as a director and a comedian, but director, you are fantastic. And until the next time, which I wonder what his next film will be about, no doubt it will be another social commentary film, but I'm all for that because he is the master of doing that. Alright, there's two final things I want to mention, one of which there's a reference to Us, I'm positive, it's a little easter egg. So in the scene, quite early on, when Stephen Yoon's character is speaking with Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer... There's a reference to something quite big from Us. So if you are a fan of that film, if you've seen it recently, you'll know what I'm talking about. But it is Blink and You'll Miss It on this desk. But I'm pretty certain that's what I thought it was. So that was cool. Second thing and the final thing I'll mention. The music is good. However, there's one... Okay, the music is very good at the end, actually. But there's one moment, like, kind of at the end, but just before the end end. And it's a really exciting scene. There's a horseback chase kind of thing going on really fun, really thrilling, but the score the score just doesn't match it, right, the score really doesn't match what we're watching, because the score is like some Indiana Jones, really upbeat John Williams sort of theme, but what we're witnessing is something that's supposed to be extremely suspenseful and stressful, but the score just, it, did, it didn't work, like, it just didn't match what we were watching, so it was very weird, on its own, both things are great, but put them together, it really felt like it just clashed to me. I'm not sure if I'm the only person that's gonna see that and maybe I need to watch it again, but I remember being sat there thinking, why is this score used for this scene? It makes no sense, but either way, it's still fun, it's still very, very good. Score's not as good as us, but it is probably a little bit more consistent than it was for Get Out. So swings and roundabouts, this is still a very, very solid movie. Loved it. Go and watch it. Nope in cinemas now, both abroad and here in the UK. I've been Kieran, it's just passed 100 million dollars at the box office, which is pretty good for an original movie, and I want to see more like this. I would love to see more like this, because this is ridiculous, it's unlike anything we've ever seen, and I love it for that fact. So, brilliant, go check it out, I've been Kieran, and I shall speak to you in the very next episode of You Can't Handle, the truth